Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Approximately $5 trillion worth of Forex transactions take place daily. How can you be part of the action? Now, you, you might remember our next guest. We had her on uh, during a show where we shone the spotlight on TikTok creators. Karen Fu is a motivational author. She is also an investor and a speaker. And she made her start in a big way in Forex. Is that right, Karen? When did you start with Forex and, and why were you interested in trading Forex? Um, basically, my parents, they are stock investors. You know, when I was born, they are already stock investors. So I see them every day investing to the stock market and then they are trading the stock market. And that's how I kind of got introduced into it. But I never really got serious until I went to Polytechnic, which is about 10, 11 years ago. And then I spent my own time learning books and also from different mentors. So I went out there and bought many different courses and after that I went to university to pursue a degree in finance and that's how I learned in depth on how to trade and invest. Fantastic, fantastic. Not many of us are born into families where, you know, there are investors to lead the way. Were your parents interested in Forex? My parents, they dabbled mostly into stock market and also commodities, but once in a while they also trade Forex. Okay, so what was the initial attraction of Forex for you? The low capital that you need to put in, because normally, for example, like stock market, if you are to invest long term and also futures market, all that, most of the brokers they have a minimum deposit requirement, like let's say one thousand dollars. Mm. That is a common mm-hmm. requirement. But for forex, I've seen as low as one dollar, which is pretty crazy, <laughs> and some are like ten dollars. But you know, it's you cannot earn much with that. Yeah. You know, you earn. We earn like one cent or, or five cent when you put in ten dollars because it's only ten bucks. But, but it's but, a good yeah way to low start barrier back entry. Back. Yeah, 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 allows you to learn, right? Uh huh. Yeah, right. All right. So now, do you make a living teaching people about forex? I used to be actively teaching, but this year I just focus on full time trading, so I'm just staying at home all the time. So I guess it's pretty different. I kind of stopped teaching last year, at the end of last year, October 2019. And then I'm just, right now I'm just teaching online. I don't really teach offline anymore. So Well, your time is valuable. So we appreciate it. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Me too. I think for a lot of people, they wonder, how do I find a platform that works for me if I was looking to trade Forex? Where do I start? So, okay, so for those who are beginners who want to start, Trading. The first thing you need to do is, most importantly, take the time to learn. Take at least one year to learn everything properly because there is a lot to learn. A lot of beginners always think that, okay, it's just about learning about the strategy and that's it. Mm. But there's a lot more than that. There's like risk management, fundamental analysis. You need to know about the economy indicators, inflation rate, GDP and all that. So give it at least one year. Then after that, when you are ready, you can start registering for a broker. And also, it's very important to pick the right broker. Make sure the broker is regulated properly. The speed of withdrawal is fast. 
And also the speed of execution is fast. All those criteria, you need to make sure that it is on your checklist. And start with a demo account, meaning practice with virtual money, or some people call it fake money, okay? So Mm -hmm. it's like a game, Mm -hmm. and then you just practice with the fake money. And once you're able to prove to yourself that you can make money using virtual money, then you can put a little bit of money into your trading account. Let's say you can start with $100, and then when you can make money consistently from there, you put in more money, $500, then you gradually grow the account. That's a great primer, a great place to start. Uh, so, so these days you can just uh, get, open an online brokerage account, right? Sorry, again? With, when it comes to picking a broker, you can open any online brokerage account. Would that work? When it comes to choosing a broker, you need to make sure that all the criteria are, are there. Make sure the broker is regulated properly. Mm-hmm. And make sure that the broker has good customer service. That's really important because that shows whether the broker cares for their customers or not. Okay, so customer service is very important as well as, like I said, speed of execution. Mm. You'd want your trades to open like five seconds after you've clicked buy and sell. That is very slow in the trading world. Wow. You need to you need the trade to be executed in less than one second. It has to be that fast. And also the platform, the software has to be easy to use mm. so that it, you're comfortable using it because you're putting your heart and money on the line. It's very important for you to be comfortable with it. It doesn't have to be sophisticated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be too complicated. It just has to be user-friendly and you're good to go. Mm, those are great tips, Karen. Um, so all Forex trading is expressed as a combination of two currencies being exchanged, right? Is that the mm. basics of what you have to understand? And do you just look at mm. the seven currency pairs which account for, for the largest trading in the Forex market? You know, Euro, USD, USD, mm. Jap- Japanese yen, the pound versus US dollar, for example? You're right. Um, for beginners, it's very good for them to start with the major pairs, like what you said, Euro-Dollar, that's a good pair to start with because first thing first, the volatility is there and hence the opportunity is there. And it's not too volatile in such a way that it is too risky for beginners. And second thing is that the liquidity mm-hmm. is higher as compared to other countries and hence the higher would be the predictability of that currency. And also, the good thing about high liquidity with your dollar is that you pay less to your broker. So the spread is a lot less. So that currency is a good place to start. If beginners are looking for a place to to start forex trading, they, they can look at the major pairs. And also, because the major pairs, they are operating mostly on a floating regime, which means that the currencies, they are floating based on the market forces uh, supply and demand rather than being a fixed regime where it is controlled by the authorities. So, yeah, basically, to answer your question in short, major pairs is a good place to start. Fantastic. Help us understand the different ways to trade Forex. I understand there is a spot market, Mm. a forward market, a futures market. Can you help our listeners understand the different opportunities in these markets? Yep. So for a spot market, it is more suitable for beginners to start because first thing first, you need to put in less capital. So that is one good thing. 
And for derivatives market, we are talking about futures and options. The good thing about investing or trading into this market is that the opportunities are a lot. The volatility is higher, mm-hmm. and hence the opportunity for profit is a lot more. But the downside is that futures and options is a lot risky, a lot more risky as compared to the spot market. So I wouldn't recommend that for beginner traders. Okay. But the good thing is that you can get a lot of profits if you invest into the options and futures market. And for futures, it's more suitable for hedging rather than speculation. So if you are looking for speculation, it's better to look at the spot market because what a lot of corporate MNC companies do with forex trading is that because they have businesses overseas, so they need to hedge their currencies using futures. And this is where futures and derivatives come in. But for the typical retail trader, you can start with the spot market. It's easier to understand and it's also more straightforward. So, yeah. Okay, help us understand some common forex terms. Like what is a PIP? So a PIP is kind of like, okay, so if you play games and you score points and then when you trade forex, when you buy low and then sell high, you earn points and pips. So basically, to put it simply, that is the easy way to explain it. But pip is pip actually stands for percentage in points. It's basically how you measure your profit and also performance and also your lot size. It helps you set your stop loss and also target price better. But you know, a better way to calculate your profits mm-hmm. is in terms of percentage because Tips is what a lot of retail traders use to calculate their so-called profit harvest, but it is not that representative because it is an absolute number. It is not a comparison number. So it's better to use percentage change as compared to pips. But for retail traders, you know, as a beginning at the beginning stage, it's better if you learn about all the terms like pips familiarize yourself and then gradually you can go into learning how the professional traders measure their performance. Mm. And there are a lot of terms to, to understand. The bid-ask spread, mm. the lot, mm. the leverage. Yeah, there's a lot. There's mm. a lot to get through. But, I mean, if we look at your example, I mean, you, you taught yourself a lot of it, right? Before mm-hmm. heading to university. Yep. So it is doable. You can teach yourself these things. Uh, how, how would one use Forex to hedge? So you can use Forex to hedge against an inflation when there's when we are in a good time when the economy when the economy is booming we can use it to hedge against inflation. So when times are good, you see commodity currencies going up. Commodity currencies mainly Aussie dollar, Canadian dollar, and also New Zealand dollar. In the long term, these currencies are going to go up with the stock market. So a lot of times you see. When the stock market plunged, just like earlier this year, mm-hmm. in March, during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, when it's most serious, when it just started, stock market plunged massively. And at the same time, Aussie dollar also plunged massively. So if you look at the currency Aussie yen, you can see that it moves in the same direction as the stock market most of the time. In fact, if you overlay both charts together, it seems like it's copy-paste. So when the stock market plunge and you're a long-term investor in the stock market, what you can do is that you can use Aussie dollar to hedge against the stock market drop so you can sell the 
Aussie dollar so that the profits from the short sale can cover up your stock market temporary losses. Because I know a lot of Singaporeans, they are long-term stock investors mm-hmm. and they will tend to panic when the stock market drops. So you can use Aussie dollar, Canadian dollar and New Zealand dollar to hedge against this stock market drop. And also at the same time, so like I said, during a recession, you can short sell mm-hmm. commodity currencies. You can also buy the safe havens, meaning yen, Swiss franc, and also USD. But to be safe, just focus on yen because US dollar has lost its safe haven status since 2008. So it's better to focus on yen and also Swiss franc. So mm-hmm. recession, buy yen, Swiss franc. During good times, buy Aussie dollar, Canadian dollar, and also New Zealand dollar. Just yep. terrific insight. So we know that 2020 has been a year of a number of news events. I mean, pandemic, you know, yep. um, threats of war with North Korea, Iran, mm-hmm. uh, the elections in the US, cyber attacks, the list goes on. Yep. What moves the Forex market? So what moves the Forex market in the short term mm. are temporary fear and great temporary emotions. And so this is why a lot of times you see stock market spike for no reason in the short term and then it'll go back down. Just like the Pfizer stock recently when they announced that, okay, there's a vaccine that's pretty effective, it spiked in the short term. But in the long term, where the currency market is going to go is going to be based on fundamentals. Same for forex market. In the short term, it is driven by fear and greed, but in the long term, it is driven by fundamentals like economic indicators. That is why we need to study this if we want to trade the long term and want to capture the whole entire bigger trend. So fundamentals are what drive the long term and emotions are what drives the short term markets for forex market and also futures market and also stock market, all the other markets. Okay, help us understand how a forex trader thinks. So the vaccine news, right? We've got mm-hmm. uh, Moderna coming up saying their vaccine 94.5% effective. And then we have yep. Citigroup saying that the dollar may drop by 20% next year on the back of the vaccine news should the vaccines become widely distributed and so help revive global trade and economic growth. So how do you interpret news like that? So for news we don't really look at the we don't really look to trade the short term news because what a lot of retail traders they do and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people they can pull it off. They would look at news and then they trade based on that. So what happened is that when by the time the news has came out the information has already been priced in. And then retail traders, a lot of retail traders, they would trade based on that. Oh, okay, so vaccine news came up, then, okay, let's get into the trade right now based on this news. And the way professional traders, which means the hedge fund traders, the way the hedge fund traders operate is that they are not really going to look at the news. They're just going to look at it, okay, just as a form of entertainment or maybe just to look at the current sentiment. But to predict what's going to happen in the in 12 months' time, this is what they're going to do. They're going to predict what's going to happen 12 months' time, what's going to happen to the GDP one year from now. So how, are they, how do they do that? They look at leading economic indicators. For example, 
M2 money supply and also ISM manufacturing index because these two economic indicators, they will tell you, all right, what's going to happen 12 months later in terms of GDP. So by the time the price has moved, the professional traders 12 months later, they would have starting to get out. They would have gotten out from the trade and then retail traders would start to go in. So if we want to think differently, we need to think in terms of long term, mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. rather than short term reacting to news. We need to so-called predict what's going to happen in 12 months' time, and that's the right way to go. That's brilliant. How do you look at what could drive the US dollar going forward? Some say, you know, the election results, the vaccine breakthroughs, the Federal Reserve policy could deal a serious blow to the US dollar. How do you look at where the dollar is moving going forward? There are a lot of things that drive the US dollar, just like how there are a lot of things that drive Aussie dollar and Canadian dollar. So because US dollar is a safe haven, it's a safe haven that is not too strong as compared to yen, but it's still a safe haven uh, even after 2008. So what happens is that during bad times, during a recession, you will oftentimes see dollar going up. And a lot of investors, they are going to buy into that. And the collision between US dollar with the stock market Sometimes it goes on and off, and we shouldn't rely too much on correlation, and we just need to look at the fundamentals of it. But if you are looking to invest long-term into a good safe haven, mm-hmm. it's better to look at currencies like yen and also Swiss franc, because dollar safe haven status is not as strong anymore after 2008 crisis. A lot of investors, they have lost confidence on the dollar, so it's better to look at the other safe haven countries. Karen, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're an investor. What are some common mistakes that you have observed many traders make? Okay, so the common mistake that a lot of traders make, well, there are many mistakes that retail traders make and those mistakes, I also made, I also made them myself and I've made tons of mistakes when I first started out. In fact, I think I've made every single mistake under the sun (laughs) in the dictionary of traders, of retail traders. But the thing is that these mistakes, they make me a better trader today. So one of the main mistakes that traders make is they completely ignore risk management. They completely ignore learning about leverage, margin, how to calculate lot size. I see a lot of traders, when they set their lot size, they Mm. just think of any number (gasps) On top of their head, and no. okay, this is a nice number. Let me just put that in. All right. Oh my gosh. And yeah, this is pretty crazy. And this is what a lot of retail traders they are doing because they think that they still feel that strategies, indicators, trading systems are the most important thing. Right. When in real fact, it only contributes to 10 to 20% of our success, and risk management is 30 to 40% it is more significant as compared to technical indicators. I've seen traders with the best trading strategies in the world, but because their risk management and also trading psychology is not strong enough, they still lose. And I've seen traders with 
a not so perfect trading system, only a 40% win rate. But because their risk management and trading psychology is very strong, mm. they can make money in the long term. Wow, that is great insight. So you, you mentioned trading psychology. What do you think are some of the habits or psychological mindsets of successful Forex traders? There are a lot of habits and mindsets that successful traders have. But if I'm to pick one, it will be discipline and patience. That's the most important thing. What is lacking in a retail trading world is patience. People don't have the patience to learn. I've seen people tell me, Karen, you know, I learned trading for three months. How come I'm not making money yet? And I'm like, you only did that for three months? (laughs) And they're like, yep, it is so long. And the thing is, we go to school for 20 plus years, Mm. you know, and and we can't learn trading for three months. So that's why just now I said we need to put in at least one year because professional Mm. traders, they put in at least three years, at least three years of learning before they become a professional. So we need to put in that amount of time as well. And also discipline, that's super important. Discipline to not break your trading plan. Mm -hmm. Discipline to hold the trade because one super common mistake, this is human nature, okay? When the trade is on our way, is going our way, a lot of traders, they would take profit really fast. They would take profit right now. And when the trade is not going our way, a lot of traders, they would remove their stop loss and they are going to let the trade run. And then they are going to get into deeper and deeper losses because they hope that the trade is going to U-turn and go their way. And this is one mistake. I also made this mistake and I blew my account because of this mistake in my first year, I think I blow a lot of accounts in my first year making all these mistakes. So discipline and patience, that's the most important thing. We love learning from people who actually are in the game. They have skin in the game. And so that's why we're speaking with Karen Fu, motivational speaker, author, investor, and you can find her channel on TikTok as well on all things to do with investing. Before we let you go, uh, Karen, what do you think are some key areas that uh, listeners need to learn if they want, they're just getting started, they want to become successful in Forex trading, what are the key topics they should be zeroing on in that first year or three years? In the first year? Yep. Learn everything that you can as much as possible or three years, give it three years to be conservative. Risk management, fundamental analysis, technical analysis, but don't focus too much on it. Internal market analysis, sentiment analysis, and also most importantly, trading psychology, how to craft your trading plan, how to craft your trading journal properly, and also how to craft your overall vision statement and mission statement because having a trading goal on paper is super, super important. But the more important things, focus on risk management, trading psychology, learn these two things properly, learn what the professional traders are looking at, and also fundamental analysis. Basically, if I'm to pick three, it will be fundamental analysis, risk management, trading psychology. Focus on these three, and you can have a 40% win rate. In the long term, you will still make money if you learn these three things properly. Fantastic insight. Where can people find you on TikTok again? You can find me on TikTok. 
just type in Karen Fu or my handle, which is official Karen Fu. Uh, you find me? All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you get back to trading, Karen. We appreciate your time. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks. She's Karen Fu, author, investor. You can find her on TikTok as well. This is Money and Me, your primer today on Forex trading. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.